Good morning. Today is Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. Here is a dramatic example of what I often share with you, that our attitude towards something, a person or an event, controls how we will experience it. And we can work on our attitude, and that puts us in control of how we respond, how we are affected by what happens in our lives. So our Parsha, this Shabbos, the Parsha of Kisetze, contains the mitzvah of divorce. Now, it doesn't mean to say that it's a mitzvah to get divorced. God forbid. What it means to say, of course, is if a couple finds that they're not able to live peacefully and happily together, and they decide that they're going to part ways, this is the way that it is done according to the laws of the Torah. And there is much to discuss about the Torah's conception of divorce and how it is supposed to work. Of course, there's a large uh, chasm between that and how it often does work, sadly, unfortunately, but there's a lot to understand about it. But let me focus on one detail. The Torah says that the way that a divorce between a husband and wife is affected, the Torah says, Vakasavla Sefer Krisus, and he shall write for her Sefer Krisus. Now we understand what that means is write a get. The word get, by the way, is an Aramaic word that means document. Actually, it could refer to any document, but usually the document that we're referring to when we use the word get refers to the document of divorce. So this is a specific document that's written either by the husband or by a scribe at the instruction of the husband, and it is written specifically for this husband and this wife, and the husband hands it to the wife, and through that action they are divorced, through this Sefer Krisus. But the words themselves are quite peculiar. And the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rav Schneerson, a blessed memory, points out the difficulty because the word sefer means book or scroll. For example, sefer Torah, the scroll of the Torah. The word krisus means separation. The word sefer means something that is collected together, something that is unified. Of course, a sefer Torah, the Torah scroll, is the ultimate sign of unity and oneness, as it reflects God's oneness. But Sefer Krisus is somehow this object of unity, but is being used to separate. And that connection or contrast between the Torah and a get for divorce is included within the details of the procedure. For example, the document, the get, has to be written in certain ways like a Torah scroll. 
the same type of letters, not exactly, but almost. The requirement, for example, that there be lines, not by a pen, but with a sharp instrument to, it's called shirtut, to make lines so that the writing is straight and it's formed on, um, justified on both sides. That is a technical requirement that applies to the writing of a Torah scroll and applies to the writing of a get. So we actually learn from a Torah scroll in certain ways how to write a get, which seems very, very strange because a Torah scroll is meant to unify. A get is meant to separate. So Rav Schneerson explains this in a symbolic, metaphoric manner. And he starts by discussing the relationship between God and the Jewish people, because we understand that the relationship between husband and wife is compared to and is meant to be, under certain circumstances, a reflection of the relationship between God and the Jewish people, between God and every single one of us. Concerning our relationship with God, of course, that marriage began at Mount Sinai. Then something happened. Years later, the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, was destroyed, and there was Golos, there was exile. Now, exile would appear to be the divorce between God and the Jewish people. But, in fact, that is not true. Our exile may appear to be a divorce, Rav Schneerson says, but the truth is that the bond is unbroken. Just to quote the words of Rabbi Jonathan Sachs in elaborating on this, the love of the Jew for God and of God for each one of us is constant. It may be momentarily eclipsed but it still burns even in concealment. The shadow of exile may eclipse that love, but it does not extinguish it. Thus, exile is not divorce. It is the temporary hiding of love. Okay, so that's within the relationship between God and the Jewish people. But of course, the relationship between husband and wives there is, there is divorce. That's the mitzvah in case this happens. So please listen to how Bailey Newman explains what this means for human divorce. And she explains it through her own example. She remembers when she was divorced from her husband. And she felt initially that she had let everybody down, that she had failed, that she was no longer a source of nachas. 
she felt that finally she was not able to do what it appeared to her everybody else somehow seems to be able to figure out how to do to make this relationship work. Obviously, there are many people who go through this, but she felt like, you know, how come I can't succeed where so many other people are able to succeed? And she writes that she sees many of these divorcees everywhere in life. And she doesn't just mean divorced from a spouse. People who are divorced from their emotions. People who are divorced from their communities. People who are divorced and have gone through an experience where it feels like no one will ever look at me the same. People who have a feeling that they have failed where so many others have been able to succeed. Those are all forms or types of divorce. But then she had a realization. At the moment that she was getting divorced, something happened to her that had not never happened before and had certainly not happened to her at the moment of her wedding years before, the moment of her greatest joy. When she stood under the chuppah to get married, she had thought to herself, my path is straight. I'm on target. I know what I'm meant to do and meant to be and with whom. But then years later, she held this get in her hand, ending her marriage. She felt that she was in the mud at the lowest moment of her life. And then she realized that in that moment, with all of her scars and flaws, she was loved fully by God. Because that relationship is unconditional. The relationship with your husband and wife is conditional. It can end. It can be severed. The relationship between us and God is unconditional. It does not end. It cannot be severed. So particularly at the moment where we are at our lowest moment because a relationship is ending or a an era or a period or an attempt is ending and we are at our lowest, that's the moment to recognize, but there is something that I have that is unconditional. And that is the love that God has for every single one of us. The marriage of the Jewish people in God at the chuppah of Mount Sinai reveals to us that it is that relationship and only that relationship that is unconditional. And ironically, it's at the moment of divorce 
when it seems that we are broken beyond repair, when we feel stained, when we feel we've let everyone down, like no one is going to look at us the same again, that's the moment to recognize, but God loves us even when we're in the mud. That is unconditional. That cannot be severed. And that's how Rav Schneerson explains the connection of the get document to the Torah scroll. Yes, the Torah scroll is the ultimate symbol of unity and oneness in connection with God. But ironically, the Sefer Krisus, the document of divorce, which on, at the, on the one hand is separating, creating division, recognizing a failure, at the same time is also unifying us, binding us together with the one whose love is unconditional with the one whose love is expressed in the original Sefer, with God. Whatever divorce we're going through, and many of us are going through various forms of this feeling of divorce, it's hard. It is painful. And it is also an opportunity to realize the contrast to our relationship with God, which is unconditional, which cannot be severed. When we are alone and when we are low, that is exactly the moment to realize how close God is and will always be. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.